Pilots, good morning on this Wednesday, the 5th of October. Good morning. Dumalang Kunja. Thank you so much for tuning in and being with us early in the morning, and I hope you had a wonderful rest. And if you didn't have a rest, come and rest in the Word of God. Our privilege at Radio Pulpit and K-Pulpit is to bring you God's Word. And therefore I have the privilege on behalf of each and every one of us to say, Be blessed in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Discouragement. D-I-S-C-O-U-R-A-G-E-M-E-N-T. Discouragement. What is God's Word the Bible teaches us? What does it teach us? How to overcome discouragement. And discouragement, please, discouragement in itself is not a sin. Discouragement comes in various forms. In response and uh, giving a response to something you hoped for and in response to your own or someone else's failures, discouragement comes in response to life's trials and tribulations and uh, expectations that are too high. While discouragement is not necessarily a sin in itself. Discouragement can tempt us to blame God even for situations in our lives or to distance ourselves from God. In more modern churchy terms, it causes backsliding. When I start to even blame God for failures, rejection, uh, or whatever it may be. And the Bible is full of this. How do we, as God's children, overcome discouragement? And we are living in times where there are so many factors that causes us to be discouraged. Life is full of failures. And never think because you and I are Christians and God's children that we are exempted from failures or rejection. We have more than a fair share of rejection and failure. That causes discouragement. And they say that discouragement is that loss of confidence or enthusiasm. And it takes away the inner spiritness. What does the Bible say about discouragement? Deuteronomy 31.6 promises that God never abandons us. Even though we may think that God abandons us, that He walks with us 
We think it. But he walks with us during our times of discouragement. He also extends comfort and mercy to us when we come to the throne of grace in our times of need. Just listen to Hebrews chapter 4 verse 14 to 16. Oh, this is, this is one of those highlights. When you are discouraged, Hebrews 4 verse 14 to 16 says, Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. You hear that? Since we have a great high priest and the high priest goes in to the inner sanctuary, Our high priest, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, has ascended into heaven. At Radio Pulpit in Pretoria, every year, for many, many years now, we have ascension services outside of uh, the broadcast house of Radio Pulpit in Pretoria. And people come and we broadcast it. Ascension means we have a great high priest who ascended into heaven. He is Jesus, the Son of God. And when discouragement comes and knocks at our door, we so often forget that we have a great high priest in heaven, Jesus, the Son of God. Now Hebrews 4 verse 14 says, and we stand grounded in God's holy word. Otherwise we don't have anything to say or to believe if we don't stand firmly grounded in the foundation of God's holy word. Now the word says in Hebrews 4 verse 14, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest, says verse 15 of Hebrews 4, we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses. But we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. You see, Jesus also had the temptation of discouragement, but he didn't sin in his discouragement. Verse 16 of Hebrews 4 says, Let us then, by the knowledge of this, approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. And that's what we're doing. We are grounded in the firm foundation, not of what someone preaches or says, or motivates me, but in the word of the Lord God Almighty. So if you are struggling with discouragement right now, eight minutes past six on this Wednesday morning, the 5th of October, approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that you may receive mercy and find grace to help you in your time of need, in your discouragement. 
Listen to Deuteronomy 31 verse 6. Be strong and be courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them, because of your discouragement, because the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Deuteronomy 31.6 Your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid or terrified because of your discouragement, because of your loss of confidence or your loss of enthusiasm, in your failure, in your rejection as God's child. And I said it earlier, the Bible teaches us that God's children, we have our fair share of discouragement in failures and rejection. Listen to Ephesians 3 verse 17 to 19 in the prayer that Paul prays for the people of Ephesus. He says, May Christ dwell in your hearts through faith to the end that you, being rooted and grounded in love, that's the agape love, may be strengthened to comprehend with all the saints What is the width, the length, the height, the depth? And to know Christ's love, which surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. He goes on, and in Galatians 2.20 he says, I have been crucified with Christ, and it is no longer I that live, but Christ living in me, that life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. What a word. If you are discouraged and heavy-hearted because of whatever the circumstance may be, and I do respect your circumstances and your challenges and your trials and your uh, tribulations. Be not discouraged, but trust the Lord God Almighty. Be not discouraged. But trust the Lord God Almighty. And you will see what happens. And this is not an emotional beating of the drums. Galatians 2.20 Paul says, I've known discouragement. I'm very familiar to the failures in life. But I have been discouraged before. But now he tells the people of Galatia in Galatians 2.20 I have been crucified with Christ. I know all about it. You know what? And it's no longer I that live, but Christ living in me. And that life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. 
do not be dismayed and discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I read a beautiful little pamphlet and it describes discouragement so well. And it's about the French word for discouragement. The French word for discouragement so beautiful. I, I don't think I can pronounce it correctly. This Courageer. I don't know how to pronounce it. But it says des courageer. Discouragier. Now the first part of the verb in French is des. Now des in French apparently means away from courage. Now literally it means away. From discouragement. When you are away. Or when situations takes you. Away. From courage. That is discouragement. When your trials and your situation in your life. Takes you away from courage. Because that's the word in, in, in French. Discouragement. Yeah, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. But I know I read it in a little pamphlet. Des meaning away from courage. So when you even discourage someone else, you can think of it as taking away that person's courage or enthusiasm. And discouragement, it comes in various forms. You will know all about it. It's in response to something you hoped for and the response uh, to your own or someone else's failure. In response to life's trials and tribulations and uh, the expectations in life you couldn't meet. Now, while discouragement is not necessarily a sin in itself, discouragement can tempt you to blame God and even to distance yourself from God. And to backslide. What are the signs, practical signs of discouragement? And perhaps you feel like that this morning. You feel unwilling to accept new challenges or tasks. You don't feel excited to go to work this morning. <laughs> you don't feel excited to go into the kitchen, the dirty dishes. It's load shedding. Oh, and as this and as that, every news bulletin I read when I broadcast the news, it's of somewhere someone in South Africa is stealing money from the state. And one can feel so discouraged in our leaders. I mean, this, these are the people who are called to lead us in high office. And so you can go on. You don't see the impact of your work. I mean, just think of Vainant and Janine or Brad and Almery or all the others 
at Radio Pulpit and Cape Pulpit. Even those who sit in offices or in the technical side or the presenters or who, you don't see the impact of the broadcast. Here and there, you hear something back from listeners. Just imagine an official at Radio Pulpit or Cape Pulpit somewhere in the office doing incredible, important work. Say, for instance, the finance lot at Radio Pulpit and Cape Pulpit. They never see the impact. Yeah, here and there. They can so easily become discouraged because of the financial situation of Radio Pulpit and Cape Pulpit. They can be discouraged. Their courage can be taken away. And they could think, well, I started this work, I'm working for the Lord, but just look, I can't see the impact. Or the other one, you don't feel that you have any advancement opportunities. You're going nowhere in your career. Or you lack focus when you work. And it discourages you. It makes you feel heavy and stuckness and sad and even hopeless sometimes. And when you feel discouraged, it colors your world so much. And you easily find more discouraging signs. Be aware of the fatigue. Be aware of the frustration. Be aware of the failures. Be aware of the fear. Rest your body. Reorganize your life. Get your priorities biblical in a biblical way. Achter mekaar again. Remember God will help you. Resist the discouragement and fight back. You are the follower of Christ Jesus who is the Son of God. And discouragement is a choice. If you feel discouraged, don't choose to go that way. Yeah, life is hard, but you can choose the unacceptable way of dealing with your problems or challenges. The psalmist says in Psalm 42 verse 5 to 6, and he, and I'm just thinking of that now. The psalmist was no stranger to discouragement and the psalmist's response was to remember God and trust the promises of the word of God. He says in Psalm 42 verse 5 to 6, Why, my soul, are you so downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, my soul, for I will Yet praise my God, my Savior and my God. My soul is downcast within me, and therefore I will remember you, Lord. The psalmist, no stranger to discouragement, but he made a choice. In my downcast time, I will remember you, my God. Yeah, life is full of failures and rejection. 
And you may have your fair share of discouragements and a loss of confidence or enthusiasm. But come on. You and I have Jesus, the great high priest. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses and discouragement. But we have one who has been tempted in every way just as we are, yet he didn't sin. Let us then, says Hebrews 4 verse 16, let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace. And God will help us in our time of need.